Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Cut the Nets podcast. Uh, we are now officially to Sweet 16 in March Madness, which is uh, pretty crazy to think of. Everything that, all the big things that have happened so far, like the first two rounds are usually the craziest rounds of them all, have already ended, which is pretty crazy. I kind of forgot how fast March Madness goes. It's a really fast-paced tournament. Um, so I think it's best to start off of how our brackets have either done successfully or have failed miserably. Um, for myself, I think it, the first day of the first round was definitely not the best way to start off my bracket. Um, obviously, the notorious upset of St. Peter's knocking down the two-seat Kentucky. And um, if you listen to our first podcast episode, I had said that Kentucky was going to go to the championship. And all hopes fell pretty short immediately. Um I won't complain, though. I mean, this is the second time it's happened to me in the last two years. Uh, last season, I picked Ohio State to make the Final Four, and then uh, 15 seed Oral Roberts upset them the first round. So this all seems like a pattern for me, so I'm guessing I'm not going to pick a two seed next year for my Final Four. But um, it's been a pretty interesting tournament so far. I There's been a lot of upsets, but certainly not as many upsets as I thought. Right. Um, but how has your bracket turned out so far, Divya? Right, so uh, I I would probably, like, I had the same situation as you did. Obviously, I didn't expect uh, St. Peter's to take on Kentucky and, in fact, Murray State as well. Um, so, yeah, I, in that in that region, I had Kentucky and then uh, going to the Final Four, which is obviously sad, but I think that's just something, like, we should expect from March Madness um, these days. Like, you had Oral Roberts last year winning against Ohio State. Yeah, that was a big one. And then even like um, some other upsets with Texas uh, losing to uh, Abilene Christian. I think that that kind of just shows like how unpredictable and like, I guess, uh, very difficult to uh, understand like what exactly uh, led them to win this game. So, um, yeah, I just I was just wondering, like I'm looking I'm looking through articles and stuff like that, thinking of like, how, how is it possible that a team like St. Peter's would have a chance against the winningest team of all time, Kentucky? It's just, uh, it blows my mind. But other than that, um, I think Gonzaga has been performing well, uh, Arizona and uh, Kansas. We also had another upset with uh, UNC and Baylor. Um, I think that was just something that I expected. Baylor looked like a really weak one seed. Um, and then UNC with its win against uh, Duke in the uh, in the uh, regular season, um, it just yeah it lo- looked very good for them to uh, win in Coach K's final home game. So I think I have UNC uh, taking it to the Final Four uh, for the uh, East region. Yeah, I think uh, North Carolina. This is one of my more proud predictions I've had. It's probably one of the more successful, probably the only successful prediction I've had on the upset side of things. Um, I had picked initially UNC to beat. Baylor in the second round. Um, the game was a little bit of a headache to watch. Uh, North Carolina looked like they had sealed the game. They were up by 25. And Baylor had this improbable, sloppy, competitive comeback in the last 10 minutes of that second half. But luckily, North Carolina was able to pull it off in overtime, uh, breaking down a lot of other brackets that have already been broken. But luckily, I was I got the benefit of the doubt for that one. And actually, that risk paid off for me. Um, it's going to be interesting to see for the Sweet 16 because there's a lot of interesting matchups to look at. But um, I think Gonzaga right now, this is exactly on pace as I expected Gonzaga to look up to be. Um, 
against 16 seed Georgia State. It was pretty close for most of the game. And then uh, Drew Timmy, who's just an absolute monster, he kind of just blew it up and same with Chet Holmgren. That duo has been absolutely spectacular this tournament. Uh, they would eventually blow out Georgia State. But it was pretty close. And in that Memphis game, it turned out to be very, very competitive. And again, Gonzaga found themselves down by like 10 points at halftime. And we possibly thought that would Gonzaga get out in the second round? That would be the biggest upset of the whole tournament. But again, Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren have absolutely been spectacular in this tournament. And they just knocked off Memphis. But now uh, Gonzaga versus Arkansas, which opens up today's Sweet 16. This episode probably won't be out till later tonight on Thursday night. But Arkansas has been a little bit of an interesting team. They didn't really play well against Vermont. And I had Vermont win that game, but it was a lot closer than people anticipated. And then they played New Mexico State. So I feel like Arkansas is not built to a level yet to beat off Gonzaga, knowing the fact that they've only beat off two teams in March Madness, in which they were a 12 seed and a 13 seed. So I think Gonzaga is going to head to the Elite Eight. And this is exactly, I think this is going to be the Duke effect with Zion Williamson, where we saw um zion we thought they would win the whole thing and then michigan state would come off and upset duke in the elite eight and i think this is exactly what will happen for either texas tech or duke this year and i'm still holding up with texas tech they were my final four pick initially before the tournament started and they are still my final four pick to this point forward so um i'm hoping that happens for me right now because texas tech looks very 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 good so do you think gonzaga will pull it off or do you think they're going to fall short as what people expect yet again yeah, so about Gonzaga, I think, uh, obviously, I had them uh, make it into the Final Four uh, for for my bracket, my my one my one good bracket so far. But um, now I'm thinking I, I think Arkansas has a chance. And even though they have, like, close games against Vermont um, and even, like, had an easy matchup against New Mexico State, I really think that um, with their past, with their history, like with their win against Auburn in the regular season, that just looked really good, and um and their uh, their performance in the tournament as well. It just seems like I think everything um, is playing out for them to win against Gonzaga, and also with the with the way that yeah Chad Holgram and Drew Timmy, um, even though they've been able to uh, come back and like save themselves from losing against these lower seed team lower seeded teams. I don't think it's going to be possible for this next game against Arkansas today, um, and they will uh, Arkansas will take it into the Elite Eight against uh, Texas Tech, uh, and then Texas Tech will probably make the Final Four, which is my which is my current prediction. So now looking at the Sweet Sixteen, boy, we have a good set of games for yeah. Thursday today. Wow, these games are going to be absolutely amazing and i'm gonna look forward to watching each and every single one of these games um we open up with arkansas facing gonzaga as we just talked right now um and then we have 11 seed michigan and all that tension of them not making the tournament i mean obviously it's still a question like what if texas a&m made it instead of michigan but uh michigan's playing as they were expected to play in the beginning of the season and they knocked off tennessee which was a team that people had going far, including myself, I had Tennessee going to the Elite Eight because Tennessee was one of the more promising teams in all of March Madness, and they looked like they could make a Final Four push. Yet Michigan uh, knocked that off. They came off with an astonishing uh, end of a run right there. I think they were down by like seven to eight points in the final few minutes, and they came back, bounced back, and won. Uh, they face off Villanova. Uh, Villanova's looked very, very, very good to open the first two games. Um, I think this is a bigger challenge for Villanova, but... I think this is going to be a lot better game that people anticipate for it to be. And this might be one of the best games of the tournament. Um, 
And these other two games are absolutely amazing, too. We have Texas Tech versus Duke, which was probably my most highly anticipated game going into the March Madness tournament. I had initially picked Texas Tech to face Duke, and that was probably the game I had the most uh, concern and questions about. And all those questions will be answered. Uh, that Michigan State game against Duke it was pretty, pretty close, pretty high scoring, and right. Duke was able to seal it at the end. Um, Duke's out now one and a half point favorites. Texas Tech was just one and a half point favorites yesterday, but uh, that game can go either direction. I'm really, really looking forward to that game. And in my opinion, this game is the most interesting one of them all. Uh, people won't be shocked by this, but five seed Houston versus one seed Arizona is a, probably going to be the best game of them all today. Um, the Arizona TCU game was a thriller. Arizona yep. just pulled it off. TCU was a heck of a team that game. And Houston was absolutely dominant against Illinois, and they've been dominant for the last two March Madness tournaments. Will we see Houston upset Arizona, and can we see them make another run at the Final Four this year? I think it's very likely, yeah. but what do you think? I think, again, I think it's very likely. Um, I actually had Arizona losing to TCU um, because, I again, I previously have seen uh, TCU's performance against teams like Kansas, and they look they look up there. Like, they use, they um, they definitely look like a, like a Final Four team, but unfortunately, it did not play out that way. I think some some people had some concerns about the officiating in that game as well. But um, yeah, Arizona won that fair and square to me. Um, yeah, it's a it's pretty clear that Arizona's up there, um, but uh, I don't know if they'll win against Houston. So I will say I'm going to take Houston over Arizona, mostly because um, taking down Illinois by uh, 15 points. It's a it's a pretty big margin, and I think like if you can consistently make like uh, wins uh, with such large margins like that, um, even against like teams in the Big Ten or in uh, in the Big Twelve, then that just shows like like yes, the American Athletic Conference is very good, and Houston is topping that. So it looks like to me, it looks like they will win against Arizona today. This game is very very interesting to look out. Um, I have Arizona running as my champion of the whole tournament. I'm really hoping they can beat off Houston. I won't be shocked if Houston wins, though, but Arizona currently has probably the best overall record. They're standing at 33-3 and right now. It's a fantastic record. And now if we go to Friday's set of games, uh, we open with uh, St. Peter's versus Purdue. Um, although St. Peter's has had a historic run, I would expect for it to end there because Purdue's looked very, very good. And then we have Providence against Kansas. I think Kansas should be able to blow up Providence again. Providence beat Richmond and South Dakota State. And then uh, UNC versus UCLA was probably another game I'm really, really excited about because uh, UNC have been really good offensively. And UCLA, even though with a close and wacky game against Akron, they were able to knock off St. Mary's pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. I think this game has a lot of potential to being an amazing game, too. I think either of these teams can make the Final Four. And with Purdue, North Carolina, UCLA, and even St. Peter's, St. Peter's has played very, very good. Um, all four of these teams are can make the Final Four, if I'm being totally honest. Like, I think any one of these teams has a chance to make the Final Four. Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, I think this matchup is well, whoever wins this game will most likely go to the Final Four because there's always that underdog Cinderella team. Uh, 11 seed Iowa State faces off number 10 Miami. Uh I think Miami right now is destined to make the Final Four. With the performance they had against Auburn, I had I expected Auburn to not make it far, but wow, they just absolutely dominated Auburn yeah. and just shocking levels. I mean, I wasn't personally shocked that Auburn, again, got out this early, 
but the fact that they were able to handle it with such ease and they made it look so easy against such a high seed throughout the whole season, I think Miami is going to make the Final Four this year, if I'm being totally honest. And with them right, most with- likely facing Kansas, I think Miami is just destined right now. I think another thing that was uh, unexpected for um, me was that I thought LSU, right, they look like the like the dark horse this year. They look like they're going to make the Final Four. But uh, obviously that is not the way that it turned out. They lost in the first round to Iowa State. And Iowa State winning against LSU and now winning against uh, Wisconsin and only letting them score 49 points, I just think that it shows uh, we, we have a very good matchup ahead of us with Iowa State and Miami. It's Probably the most uh, surprising uh, part of the tournament so far, despite what happened with uh, St. Peter's and Kentucky. I just think like this part of the bracket, it looks to be very strong. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be a good uh, matchup against Kansas, which I, I, I believe will win against Providence. Yeah. Providence coming into the tournament, right? Yeah. We thought, we thought oh, look, South Dakota State, they yeah. look so powerful <laughs> with uh, their three-point percentage shooting and like their the average points per game. It looks so good for them. But unfortunately, that's not how things work out. So it, even though it was a popular upset pick, it uh, it, it happens because Providence obviously has uh, shown it, shown out this year uh, and has led the Big East. Uh, so I think, yeah, it, it should be a good matchup, but I think Kansas will take it. Um, Iowa State, I had no anticipation of going this far. I... Again, another good take I had, yet yeah, it just wasn't accurate off teams. I did say the Midwest will have the highest potential of having a lower seed make the Final Four, and it looks like it's on pace to just do happening at that point right now. I think the winner of this team, Iowa State or Miami, will head to the Final Four. Uh, we're running low on time, so let's finish off the segment. Uh, our next episode will come before the Final Four happens, which is when... Um, all the big stuff happens. The Final Four is the most iconic part of March Madness. So uh, finishing this off real quick, who do you have your now Final Four? Okay, so um, my Final Four now will be uh, Houston for the South region, uh, Kansas in the Midwest region, um, UNC in the East region, and then uh, Texas Tech in the West region. I'm still repping with Texas Tech on the Western region. Uh, I'm going with Purdue for the Eastern region. I'm going to go with, um, I'm blanking out right now. I'm going to go with Arizona for the South region. Fingers crossed that they beat uh, Houston tonight. And then I have Miami making it in the Midwest part of the tournament. Um, so this concludes the second episode of Cousinette's podcast. Um, uh, we're going to head possibly to the finale of this very, very short segment of podcast just for the time being in March. But we appreciate you guys watching, checking this out. Um, kind of just like a quick, fun podcast for us. Because yeah. obviously, there's no anticipation of March Madness. So either way, you could look good or bad. People can't really judge you off it. But otherwise, enjoy the set of games today, everyone. And once again, go Wildcats.